Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's You Can't See the Forest for the Teas, or is it the Wrestling Podcast, or is it both? No, it is You Can't See the Forest for the Teas. We've just added into the mix the Getting Over Boys. So it's a super bumper edition of You Can't See the Forest for the Teas, which is nice. There's a video for this, and that video is on YouTube. While you're checking it out on YouTube, you will obviously be clicking the subscribe button because you're a nice person and you want to support the channel like a nice person would. Yeah? Cool. That's good. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. And we're off. I mean, this is like this is worlds collide, isn't it? This is this is when wrestling steps into the ring on the pitch with the football, like that thing on Netflix. Has anyone seen that? Football meets mixed martial arts. Is it called in the game or something? It looks amazing. It's basically like two teams. But it's like, oh, you've got to put the ball in the goal whilst getting your head kicked in. Shit out of each other. <laughs> it's like, well, that looks amazing. You know? Probably better than 2K20 did, to be fair. You've not seen that Harry Zeros yet, have you, Paul? Still not seen it, though. So, so they do that in that. It's like football, but basically just like kicking the shit out of each yeah. other. It's football meets so, MMA. Yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah. Lee Entry gets absolutely destroyed by him, but just keeps going. Is Ruddock on it by any chance? No, Ruddock's gone for a pacemaker by this point. Literally, oh. so a pacemaker <laughs> Um Somebody should probably clarify while why, why we're all here. Paul? Welcome along, everybody. We're back. We're finally back. We're well, we've been back for a week, but because the football's back, we thought we'd uh, we thought we'd give you some lovely content. What can I say? So, welcome back to you can't see the forest for the teas. Don't sound so excited, Paul. <laughs> it's really so. Isn't it? To be fair, that is exactly how I feel about football at this point in time. So, is uh, is it the nail on the head for me? That's like yeah. my permanent underlying state about football, and then <laughs> this kind of general ebbs up and down away from the line kind of thing. It's like, oh, I can't feel shit about it, feel shit about it. Oh, I feel less shit about it. Oh, now I feel really shit about it, and yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to for a forest fan at the moment, Matt. You missed the discussion the other day, Panas, uh, on. Um, which one of the which which team out which one of, out of the three of us has had the worst time? And that put a very very convincing argument for Forest. I think I might have even won. I think. Yeah. Worst time? What in what? In the end. No, no that's like twenty years in, in our lifetime, basically. So over our lifetimes, who's had the worst time for supporting their team? And I'm basically saying, well, basically, me and Stu have arguably seen the most successful period of either of our clubs. So. We can't well, I mean, really me and Matt see the most successful period for our club, but I mean, 
I was following football when Frank Clark was in charge. That was pretty good. For a year or two. Yeah, well, I was wow. telling Paul the other day, actually, that... So, that so you're happy that you've got one or two good years under a guy who came through the Clough system. Wow. Yeah. Clark didn't come through the Clough system. He was signed. He, he was he was already, like, yeah, Newcastle, Newcastle captain, like, 30-odd-year-old before he was enjoying Forest, I think. <laughs> yeah, but he played, he played under him, didn't he? So he, like, sort of yeah. came through the ranks and stuff in a managerial sense. No, he, he left. He, he left as soon as he finished his playing career, and he was manager at Leighton Orient when we picked him up. I think. Yeah, he didn't, yeah. He didn't come through like the reserves or the, or the youth teams. Oh, his his oh. time spent at Forest was brief, and, brief and successful, both as a player and a manager. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I was looking back. So, assuming the Moose doesn't get because he's signed a new contract, so I'm assuming <laughs> he's not going to get fired before the end of the season. First Forest manager for nine years to start and finish the season. We'll, we'll give it a couple of weeks. <laughs> I think I went, I went back a bit further. Last manager to start and finish two seasons consecutively was Frank Clark. <laughs> what? <laughs> Billy that Davis can't, did like Billy great. Davis did like two and a half years, but never two full seasons. Because uh, he kept coming back, didn't he? He's been like three different times, I think. How about no? I see no Dave Bassett. Oh yeah, God. I mean that that's never, never four seasons. And I think Clark only did three, maybe. Three and a half, wasn't it? Because he got <coughs> got them promoted, got them into Europe. The season after mid-table mediocrity, and then relegated the, the next season. So yeah, three and a half-ish. Then Dave Bassett, fucking hell. Is Phil Brownell the longest running manager? Stu. You what was that, sorry? Is Phil Brownell like Hull's longest reigning manager then? Well, uh, I think he was there for a while, wasn't he? Brucey was there for a while, Taylor was there for a while. Taylor was probably there longer than, than those two because he was in charge when it was back to back promotions. So he would have been in charge for a little bit before that as well. Yeah. Um, certainly in, in, in my memory span, anyway. It would have been, been him. Because was he was he the manager that moved from Boothbury to the K, K to the KC? Yeah. Because um, oh, is that is, are you guessing that thing that's been going around during lockdown where it's uh, on somebody's Facebook profile or it's just t- put a picture of a, a footballer you like no reason whatever blah blah blah. Some somebody on my friends list today had a picture of Ian Ashby, which obviously was the guy who captained us all the way from the bottom to the top and I thought it was quite a special moment because it was one of the rare photographs of Ashby without somebody waving a yellow card at him so when we used to go all the time like it, it was never a proper City game until the yellow card came out for Ashby then you knew it was like a game because it, it was like it was like the whistle for, for half time whatever it's coming at some point you're just not quite sure yeah. when the, whenever the referee decides yeah. Seriously, the safe the safest bet I ever put on was I think in the the Champions League final when it was Man United versus Chelsea, and uh, scores to get the first booking was ten to one, and I was like, that's just a license to print money there. <laughs> so I think he was in. He went for a fifty fifty with Makaleli. He went in hard but got injured, so Makaleli was the first player to stand up, 
So because he was the first person on his feet, he got booked first. And as soon as Skull stood up, he got booked. I was like, you go away. It's almost like they knew that you had the bet on, Paul. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> I, think, I think I'd even gone, I think I'd even put a five on it because I was that confident it was coming in. So I had 50 quid robbed, robbed from me. That was terrible. I can't remember the last time I won money on a football bet. Long time ago. In fact, well, I can't last, why do you ask Andrew? Uh, why do you ask Andrew Cook about that? He's the only one who wins football bets around me. Hello. <laughs> I love I love winning money on uh, on things that I have very little knowledge about. <laughs> he's on. He's on. If you if you caught the uh, well, if you caught the podcast last week, you'll know that he's uh, he's potentially on for a relegation candidates for this season. So. Although he won't be too happy about the fact that Barnsley are currently winning, as far as I'm aware. So. Although I'm just looking, I'm just looking through uh, through last week's scores, and you know. Oh, don't don't even get me started because bit of sweet at the end of the paragraph. Fuming. Why? Fuming. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So, well, there's no time like the present. Shall we? Uh, shall we open up with last week's games? Oh, oh please let's. Oh, oh God. Because uh. obviously the first the first game was played on Saturday at three p.m. as it should be, as always, of course. And it was the uh, the first game in charge of a certain Colin. Great, <laughs> Colin. Go on, lad. And he did a lot better than I thought he was going to do. Because I had him down for a nil-nil. Go on then. Tell us all about it, Paul. Well, you had, what do you have, James? Do you have a 1-1? One, one? Yeah. Andy was confident, though, weren't, weren't you? Very, com- very confident. I had uh, a 1-0 one, one to the mighty borough. A 1-0. So, of the three... Andy was the correct one in that he uh, got the the win. However, the Middlesbrough went mental and scored twice in a game. Two nil. Unbelievable, Jack. Oh, uh, they've had three months off to practice. Do you want to um, just uh, finish with uh, the three months off to practice and then a three nil home spanking? Stupid. Don't forget about <laughs> Do you want to just uh, tell us who those uh, who those goal scorers were, Paul? Um, I can absolutely give you that, Andrew, because the first goal was scored by Ashley Fletcher. It was, wasn't it? Said it was. The second goal, uh, and I'll be amazed if you put this down, was scored by Marcus Tavernier. Didn't someone have Tavernier, though? Or did I probably had him in a previous life or something like that. He won't get he won't get that much of it. Well, no, actually, that's a lie. Under Under Woodgate, in before the lockdown started, I think he I think he'd, he'd had a bit of a run in the team. In a previous life or in a previous game? Yeah. You predicted Tavernier to score last time. Shame. Was it like a first um, first touch room or something? He scored very quickly after he got on. Didn't he? He'd not he'd not been on for long, but. If, if you if you've seen the the highlights and stuff like that, I, I don't know what Stoke I don't know what Stoke were doing because they just backed off and just backed off and then she went well just have a, have a, I was striking oh, oh okay I thought I thought I thought Butler would have uh, died for that but never mind 
I was looking, so I, I tried to actually do some research for tonight, you know, since Stu was going to be on, I thought, you know, I'll um, try and keep up. So I was looking at the lineup. but you, you were giving me the impression that Warnock was just going to play a shit ton of people in defence. Where I was looking at it, two-thirds of the midfield you had, Woodgate played in defence. Sounds of it, he played some sort of like weird four-one-three-two style it's, system. Well, it's listed on Sky as a 4 He had the back three, four, four, and then he had House just in front of the back four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he he sort of had yeah. Oh, maybe it was a four-three-three, three, but he had House just in front of the back four. Then Savile and. McNair. I can't even think who it was. McNair. Bentner? McNair. McNair. Yeah, my internet's terrible. Yeah, in which, in which case, yeah, it was Bentner. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd forgotten that you played for Forest at a time. Yeah. Bentner, yeah. Looks like a red and white shirt, that lad, doesn't he? Oh, my it's all over the place. I mean, he, he, he was the greatest striker in the world, you know, so obviously he's going to play at Forest right there. I watched him at Newcastle. He was the greatest striker at Arsenal at the time. Doesn't he have a reality TV show now? That wouldn't surprise me. I think that's what he is. I think he's a reality TV star now. Is he the greatest reality TV star, though? Must be. <laughs> so, shall anyway, we, uh, we switch on to the, uh, the, the Sunday offering? Hmm? No, Go on, James. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you take the lead on that one. Unless you just want to put a bit of um, pull in first. Well, okay. as, as I mentioned already, can we, can we just gloss over this? It's like, yeah, football's not a thing anymore. We, 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 we can't gloss over Hull in the next game, though, can we? No, not entirely. No. I went, um, That's I went up Saturday afternoon. I come back and I've, I've looked at the results. I, look, I say I looked at the results. I looked at the scores. And I came back in and I was like, to be dead, oh, there's been some, uh, there's been a load of points picked up at the bottom of the championship, haven't they? And I was going through it and he's like, no, Hull didn't win. Like, What? So, like, typically, uh, there was a point within the last week where, well, the last two weeks, where I said, said to these guys that I don't think we'll win another game all season and we'll probably lose by two or more goals. So, true to form, neither of those things have now happened. Um, but we're still not winning, we've still not won any games, have we? We're 2 0 up at half time and just think we thought, nah, we've done enough here. And. People are talking about whether or not home and away is a thing at the moment with no crowd, but of course it is. They've still got to travel. It's still in a, like a different mm. setting and all the rest of it. So I, I generally think at two 0 they probably thought that was it. We'll just we'll just defend, and then so it got we got it back to two all. Then decided to pop in. A, I think it was a free kick. It was the um, the third, and then yeah, it was the same old story. 
get to like the last two minutes of the match and then just think, nah, fuck it. We'll, 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 we've done it here and just let, let in an equaliser. To be fair, I'm surprised they didn't go on to lose. I was looking at the, the bits and bobs before and if, if you said that your team had had 12 shots during a match, for City, I'd be quite pleased with that. I thought that was quite a decent effort for them. But only three of them were on target, so they, they scored with everyone that they got on target, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's well, that was, I mean, like, the, the best that I ever heard was when Leeds, when Borough played Leeds a couple of seasons ago. They beat them 3-0, and they only had two shots on target. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I like... A draw, a draw away from home, I should probably let him off the hook a little bit and be a bit more positive about, but it wasn't until your boys did the business on Sunday that we were actually out of the bottom three. And even then, it is by, like, the proverbial sort of skin of the teeth now at the moment. They're just, they're just hanging on. They're, like, they're getting to the point where they're like that dog that every time you take it to the vet just just, just shows a bit more spark. You're getting put down. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that, wow! That's how much it's depressing me at the moment. I just like it's. I mean, we could we could do a full two hours on why why the Allen be killing our club, and I could use that analogy all over again. But just unbelievable the way that they've just they've just thrown it away over the last like three or four years, particularly. Don't want to alarm anybody, but if if anyone can see that. 2-0 to Barnsley. He's not, he's not on my screen, so... Did you see he's been sent off for Blackburn, though? Um, Brereton. This is, this is doing the world of good for our audio listeners, Paul. <laughs> he, was the, uh, he was the great hope at Forest at one point, wasn't he? He was a bit hit miss when he got sold. What's your thoughts on that, Matt? Because I know it was a bit 50-50 on pounds. Like... Let's have some money, and he's not really playing. But then there's like, you know, he is playing for thing on the twenties or whatever. He's amazing. It was it was one of them things where like I I've not seen him play very often. So I texted my dad, who'd seen him a few times, and I was like, what the, what the fuck are they doing? Why why are we selling? Why are we selling a decent player that's come through the thing? And the reply was, he's all right as a substitute, but when he plays a full game. Dear God, he's not worth it. So if we can rob them for, for any money that we can rob yeah. them, oh, take it, kind of thing. And and I think I think it was that I think it was obviously they're kind of moving into a slightly different phase as a club, as relying on youth players coming through is not is not going to be a massive kind of thing of it. I think it's the kind of we want to point whether it actually happens or not it's, it's the idea is that they're pushing to get promoted and is a youth team player that's not exceptional like Cash or um, <clears throat> or Worrell are they going to really make the difference in the, in the club and I mm. think obviously Lamucci kind of sticks with them um, with one up front uh, so kind of think it was like take the money and run really um, <laughs> But it seemed, it seemed, I was I was not impressed at the time because I thought we're selling him to a rival. We're not selling him for a massive amount, but then he went on loan to start with, did he? So we didn't even get any money to start with. I think that was just to get him kind of like so they could That's sign him. One of those deals where it was like an emergency loan to get him through at the end of the thing. 
Yeah. It was at a time we didn't have many strikers as well, which was weird. I think it was one of them ones where grabbing for how good he is, he is injury prone. So it's kind of like you need two or three to back him up kind of thing. And we'd sign that. And, and we signed, no, we hadn't quite signed that donkey who they had at the start of the season. The uh, Robert Rosario, uh, Andre Salenzi Memorial Trophy. Uh, no, no, because it was last season he went into. And, I mean, that's the thing. He's not really kind of pulled up any trees, as it were. Um, we had what's his face? Who was the old fellow that come from Ipswich? I forgot, his name escapes me now. He sat for Bolton on the free earlier in the year. Daryl Murphy? Murphy, yeah, we have Murphy knocking around at the time. <laughs> Murphy was always good, he, just, he was just prehistoric, which was just, it was like, oh yeah, if you can get him to like do 20 minutes. You just lump it to him, that's like, oh, that's yeah. his old game, isn't it? But he wasn't, he wasn't a Labucci signing either, was he? He was a whoever. That's what it's people. Walburton? Nah, he didn't last. Well, it was Walburton. I don't know about that. I feel like it was after. The player Oh yeah, I mean, they signed him. They signed, they signed him on a free, didn't they, in the summer? And uh, and uh, yeah, he lasted a couple of seasons, but you know, either got injured or would have a good run in the side, or you know, they, they just wouldn't be the kind of just didn't fit. But that was at the point where we were going through managers like like underpants. It was uh, you know, <laughs> changed every five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Probably should get that looked at, Matt, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive I'd only change them once every six months, but... Wreck, <laughs> mate. Wreck. <laughs> Have we covered the Forest game yet? Three one, James. It was. How many of those three or one goal scorers can you name? Go. Or two. <laughs> Grabben and Yates. Paul, Paul's like, so glad I made that change. How many? Uh, how many did you have grabs down for Paul? I think Paul had him down for three. So that's two points. And a point for a win. Well, Paul was telling me that he was in two minds when it was 3-0. He wanted Grubbin to complete the action, but then that took him off his 3-0 correct score. So, so what happened? Huddersfield went and scored. But I also When we did our initial predictions, did I have did I have a shithouse Yates goal as well? Yeah. I think so. Apparently that's his, did you say, Paul, that's his first non-versus-brother goal of the year? Yeah, so it's, 
he'd scored two goals before that day. Both had been against Borough. <laughs> His one at your place was an absolute worldie as well. This this year, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> that we, he, he was he was mortified when that went in. We were in that game. He smashed, he smashed it in from outside well, the box. Well, it's a bit of an exaggeration. I'll give it worldy just to keep on winding you up, sir. <laughs> so your face when I said it, it was like <laughs> So let's go through some scores. Um, from the uh, from the Stoke Middlesbrough game, um, no points for Mr. Williams. No points for Mr. Panas. Two points for Mr. Cook. That's what you get for believing in the Borough Boys. Uh, and as far as the Forest game, um, Paul Williams just smashing three points in one game because he, he, he loves all them points. Uh, Mr. Panas closely followed by the two points and just, just one for me. Um, so, for that bit of the week, a three. Oh, he's putting off. What level can't send it off? And a three. In the forest game. Mm. <laughs> I've not, not seen it personally. If you take. That was right at the end of the game, wasn't it? If you take the last lot of predictions, the totals. So that's the last podcast games, this podcast games. The total added together, four, four, and four. <laughs> no winner of the of the predictions. At this point in time, there is not very long left on this uh, on this here meeting. So what I'm going to suggest before we start predicting a shit ton of games, I will restart, pause, and restart, and we'll get kicking straight off. So we will be right back. And we are back. Right, just the uh, just the six games to predict now. Um, according to my book, and as we all know, the book is law. Uh, the first of those six games is Nottingham Forest versus Bristol City. My my own hometown, obviously. Um, I mean, we should probably just go in order. I've got it here. Uh, Paul, why don't you kick us off? To Forest. Yes, please. Your goal scores are uh, Graben. Can't not. Okay. <sighs> Times two. Sipping uh, on for Sammy. Amiobi. Did you, you, so you didn't respond, Paul, on my um, 
Sammy Omiobi substitution time prediction for you at the weekend. Do you know what? Didn't even see it. <laughs> Didn't even see it. Um, so as the next person on my list is a Forest supporter, uh, that brings it to uh, to me. I like, but you need to go last because you're a Bristol fan. Exactly. Uh, I like what Paul's laying down there score-wise. I'm also going 2-0. I'm also putting grabs down. Lolly. Stew. For no other reason other than that their last results have been 3-1 loss, 2-1 loss. I'm going to go one all draw because then it just makes a 3 2 1. <laughs> just because that's my reason for picking it. So I will go one each and I will say Graben Forest, obviously. And I'll, I'll be, much to Andy's delight, picking a full day for uh, Bristol. So which of the Forest fans is going to go first? I'll do it. Go on. It's clearly a 3-0 home win. It's absolutely a 3-0 <laughs> home win. I, w- I was actually tempted to take a 3-0 home win on this one. Matt's uh, not excited by that. <laughs> so, is that, is that grab and brace and... Go on. No, one for grab Um I don't want to be the same, but Amiobi. Um, and I always like to go for like a bit of an outside one. Like Harvey? I think. No. Well, do you know what? You've, you've put something in your mind there. Uh, no, I'm going to go for Bostock. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Moore finishes up. <laughs> um. I'm going to go one all draw. Your goal scores. Grabbing and Wells for Bristol City. Okay, that finishes us off for our Nottingham Forest and Bristol City game. Now then, battle for the ages coming up next, children. Hull City versus the mighty Borough. So this is going to be a real interesting one. Um, the first person on my list is a Middlesbrough supporter, so he's not going first. James Panas kickers the F off. I was going to go one off. Well, no, I am going one off, but you have to bear with me because I've forgotten who I thought was going to score for Hull. You see, I'm a bit surprised. I'm going. I'm sorry to cut you off there, James, but you don't have to even give me a goal in the current setup of the podcast because I'm not in the room. <laughs> oh, a loophole! A loophole in the podcast rules. I've forgotten who my goal scorers are going to be. Just one sec. Technically, so, oh, we're all in the, the virtual room, though, aren't we? We're all in the room together. We are. He's going to give. 
going to give me a vote. He'll score one on FIFA as whole, but as for the real game, who knows? Um, hang on. Can't pick well, anymore. for the for the um for the whole goal. Uh, I was going to go for uh, Harry Kane, but I resisted. It's, it's Harry Kane, mate. Yeah. Um, who's out? Who's the one to go in Middlesbrough? Can't go Rudy anymore, can you? No, I'm disappointed with that one, really. He's not there anymore. His contract has run out. He's been allowed to leave. Oh, yeah. So, again, a bit of an outside shot. I'm going to go with <laughs> Ravel Morrison. Probably won't even play him. So. I think he will play him. Well, you are a fool. I'm next, I'm next cool on the list. He, didn't play, he wasn't in the squad, was he? He was, he was on the bench. Oh no, was sorry, it? I thought he was still talking Morrison. Oh no, yeah, no, no, Coulson. Because Paul was debating whether he'd make the starting lineup, he didn't even make the squad. Cropped. Oh, alright. Continue, sorry. No one to borrow. Nemecha to score. Do you know what? I nearly went on Nemecha, Andy. Oh, wow. That, that guy is absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, but, Paul, you'll be naming 20 awful players in the matchday squad, so one of them's got a scrum. Matthew Moore. Listen, we, all, we can't all have a 20 goal a season striker. I don't think we've got one yet. I'm going to go 2-1 Middlesbrough. Your goal scorers? McGuinness for Hull. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one. a sneaky Fletcher for one of them. An old Brit to get the other. Right he then. Needs, he needs to be discharged for championship or Top goal scorer at some point, doesn't he? As yeah, just like um, uh, Kenneth Zahor. <coughs> Kenneth Zahor's going to buy, like, you know, 25 goals in his last seven games for West Brom and, uh, you know, fire him to glory. Uh, as the way the book is set up, uh, Paul Williams, give me your Hull versus Middlesbrough score. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but can you put me down for a 3 0 Borough win? <laughs> Uh, Absolutely You're three Turns out new manager bounce is actually a thing I mean but How pleased are you about that Sticking down for Brit to get two Oh I mean like it, it, it is very bittersweet I mean obviously a win's a win But when you get a win with That man In charge I mean, the thing is, Paul, he needs to narrow... He's, he's typical Borough. He's literally only Borough that could go from Tony Pulis and within a year be basically managed by the same guy. 
Uh, yeah, the one that looks ever so slightly more like one of the Riddlers, but... They'll probably keep you up, but then do you really want him in your... Do you want him to be the future next year? Well, apparently they... So, I, I, I think we discussed this last week, but apparently Woodgate's not gone. No. Altogether. <laughs> apparently he's still around, he's still around the club. <laughs> And there's rumours. There's rumours that he's been uh, he's been put in charge of recruitment, which is if if true, is worrying because his signings were fucking atrocious. Why did you go and talk to his Madrid mates? Maybe. Who knows? We'll, we'll wait and see. Eh? Um. So Britford two. Mm. Stick me down for Housen to get the other one. Okay, uh, Stuart, what have you got for me? This will be, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get this out of the way nice and quickly, I'm going to stand by my, my solid prediction even though it's not happened yet, we're going to lose by two, so stick me down for a nil two. And your goal scorers? I'm going to go one Brit and one McNair. That is a because real mix bag of uh, predictions there. Yeah, there's no, uh, you know, nobody's bit the same. Um, I feel bad because I don't think I've, I don't think I've gone for a casual wingy banger for the last couple of weeks. There hasn't been a wingy banger for a while. I see that he didn't he didn't start. Is he cropped or just not? No. Is he a bit too, too flat too flat 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 for old Colin? You know, he's uh, yeah. you know he's he's got he's got a little bit of a trick in his locker, so Colin won't like that. Especially when he gives him half an hour and he picks up a booking as well. That's not going to uh, set well. Not since it? Middlesbrough Leeds has uh, has Lewis been had a mention. Um, right then, we've got Derby versus Nottingham Forest. Because apparently Forrest just all, all this time off playing football and then came back and they were like, let's play some football, shall we? So... It, it, it's like everyone planned this perfectly, though. The, 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 the lunchtime that the UK's pubs open, we've got Derby Forest. <laughs> yeah, it's planned that well. Um, let's go with well let's go with the way the book is set up so Paul Derby Forest go one apiece mm, interesting go scores <sighs> he's, the, he's the man for the big occasion so stepping out for a Rooney Okay. And then grab it. Nice and easy. <sighs> Me next. Uh, no one grabs. I've actually written grabs. Uh, and then we'll have Stew. Um. I'll, I'm going to stick with my draw prediction for Forrest's last game, but I'm going to go for a Desmond this time. Stick me down for a 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. A lot of, uh, lot of scorers to pick. Go. Well, 
Not really, because I'm blatantly going to pick Graben for one of the Forest ones, because <laughs> you've got, 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 got to be playing for points in there somewhere. That's 30 by the end of the season. It's going to be wicked. Now, see, goals scored by one player since Pierre Van Seriously, well, it's like it's just like he's uh, he's following up on his sixty-goal season last season from apparently this, this this podcast. So you know. <laughs> well, for for the other one, I will go with old old podcast favourite of Lolly. Yeah, for the second. Um, and for Derby, unfortunately, Paul stole the thunder slightly with Rooney because I would have. I think that's a a solid pick. Um. So I reckon they'll get a dodgy penner. And he, he's been on duty, hasn't he, since uh, he went there. Um, ha, who could be the other one? Why don't we go for a former Hull player on loan for a bit? Chris Martin, is he back there now? Is he there? I think, I'm joking. They've got somebody called Martin that plays up front. So it could still be him. I have no idea. Uh, it is Chris Martin. I don't know if it's the same one. Well, not so interesting fact to the wider world, but I have a, a friend called Chris Martin, who is a Derby fan. So just for just for Chris, I'll I'll pick his favourite, absolutely not favourite player for his own for his own team. So yeah, let's pick Martin for the other one. Turns out it is it is him. He's still there. Hmm. Is he on? Is he on a hot streak though, or is he on a bit of a cold play? Wait, you're welcome. <laughs> Get out. You know where the door is, don't you? Get out. Well, you, 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 you Get know, out. there's no chance he'll get into the team, because obviously Tom Lawrence fucked it at the weekend, didn't he? <laughs> but, uh, so, <laughs> James. Some kind of inappropriate joke about a car crash or something. Why you no, he got, he got sent off after the final whistle like a dickhead, didn't he? <laughs> James, why don't you um, give us yours? It's exactly the same as Paul's disappointingly. One all. One all with those two goal scorers. Now, see, normally I go for a, a strong Forest um, win all the time, but what what did disturb me is I think I saw at the weekend that Derby have the best home form in the whole of the championship. Mm. Yeah, I've been doing his research, he said. Mm. Uh, and finally, Matt. <laughs> One nil to Derby. Oh, no. Wow. Goal scorer. <sighs> Rooney, because... Rooney! Just because you know he will. I can't. Yeah. They always split the season matches. We won at home. We'll, we'll probably lose there. And it's all shaping up for them to jump over the top of us on the last day of the season. And then, you know, the line that I drew earlier of the constant <laughs> misery. <laughs> They're seeing Fulham turn it round tonight as well. Oh, have they? I think I saw they were 2 1 up. They are. They are 2 1 up. Leeds still not winning, though, which is good. Probably not for you. Not for you guys. 
they all seem to be um, picking up points down at the bottom end, don't they? Yeah, so, but their goal, their goal difference is horrendous. I tell you what, though. Minus if 27. They, if they pull off the impossible and won tonight, that it's so tight at the bottom. Well, it's like we said the other day. Up, up to up to in sort of including Reading. No, we'll maintain QPR. Well. Speaking of QPR, they're going up against Middlesbrough. So let's talk about it. Um, okay, so the first person on my list is a Middlesbrough fan. So uh, that brings us to James Panas. Kick us off. I had this also at one all. Okay. And annoyingly, he got a goal tonight, and I wasn't expecting him to get goal tonight. I, I was well. I'm just still going to pick Hugo, but they might have shot his load too early and scored tonight. Now, but it, it, I went on Paul's returning player, based, uh, you know, theory. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I really don't care who for Borra, if I'm honest. Wow! I'll, I'll, I'll go for the out of the box thinking, and we'll go for Makudi. Again, hasn't played the last two games. He's injured. No, he was on the bench at the weekend. I did my research, but maybe he's injured. And you just have a shit squad. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Forest are terrible again. So so we can we can reverse this little this little dance we're doing. Well no, because if you're still terrible then you won't be able to reverse that either. Really. <laughs> the way it's looking for we might not we might not be coming up against each other next year anyway, Stan. Oh, look at this guy! Check out the massive bollocks on this kid! We've we've talked about this before. Our three teams collectively could be in three separate divisions by the way it's going, so Yeah. Yeah. Not that's not convinced at all. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's me next to pick, and uh, I've gone 2 0 to the borough. I reckon they're going to hit their stride by this point in time. Roberts and Wing to score. I like that. Jew. I like that. Nice and simple 1 0 borough. Do, do, do. I honestly don't know when the last time he scored was. Well, he's keeping it for the QPR game, obviously. Clearly, obviously. Uh, right, Matt. I've got one nil Burr as well. Lovely stuff. Goal scorer. Fletcher. Nice. Go on, Paul. Stick me down for a two-two. Go on. I'll have Hugo for QPR and Easy, I think his name is. Yeah, what and what a player as well. For the, for the <laughs> I quite like the sound of a Roberts goal because he's not scored for us yet. Um, and stick it down for a Tavernier goal. When, when was the last time Borough scored five goals in two games? 
It's all changed. It's all changed. Uh, ask, ask, me, ask me in 48 hours. <laughs> Confidence. I love how he spends all his time lambasting um, Colin Wanker for playing pure sport and then he's just predicting goals out of his arse. They're still on the honeymoon period though, aren't they? Exactly, exactly. I mean, by the time that the by the time the QPR game has been and gone, it'll be close to divorce territory again, won't it? But you know, see how it goes. Pretty much. Right. Next game on my book is West Brom versus Hull. Uh, we can. Oh my God. We can almost take this as it reads on the book. So Paul Williams, kick us off. I'm sorry, Steele. Don't, don't apologise. Stick, stick me down for a 4 0 West Brom win. Apart from the fact that you've stolen my prediction, that's what you can apologise Who are those four goals coming from? Give me two seconds to find some West Brom's goals. <laughs> Not Zaha! You know, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to pick him. He hit the bar on Friday night, so stick stick me down for Zahar to get two. God. Okay. Uh, I'll also have one from Pereira. That's the obvious choice, isn't it? Okay. Uh, and Sawyer's. Sawyer's Sawyer lock. Okay. He went happy with that. Does he know something? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just dead surprised that he's gone against his own, like, un, unspoken rule. Well, not unspoken because he mentions it nearly every podcast. Returning goal. Jake the most not that, a goal right? scorer. No, he's not. Which is exactly why he'll score against us. <laughs> <laughs> he's already done it. I think he, from from memory, he's already done it as well. So really, mm. I fucking hate Jake. What title two? Terrible footballer. Ah, uh, he's not. He's not the worst player that I've seen. I like uh, Dean Manny will take that title all day long. It's the top of that old midfielder. We got England caps. How the fuck he got England caps? I have no idea. He's fucking woeful. CC Jordan Henderson. <laughs> James Palace. The, the list of terrible. The list of terrible England players is extensive. Well, that is true. <laughs> Harry Kane, number one. No, is it? This time you mean actual Harry Kane, not our Harry Kane. 3 1. 3 1. Oh, he's been nice. He's given him a goal because he's in the virtual room. I've given him three? No, I haven't done that. I'll, I'll still, I'll, I'll still say. So I've not planned this one. I'm trying, I'm, I'm on the plan this one. So I'll say him again. It's again. He's got to score sooner or later. Well, one of them, hasn't he? Um, Paul's taken all the players that I normally pick for goals from. Do you know what? Do you remember at one point, Paul? I did pick Hagazi for a goal. Is now the time to go for it again? Probably not. Charlie Austin was on the bench on Saturday. Didn't, uh, Friday night didn't come on. Just saying. Callum Robinson. 
me, had it. He actually looked all right when he played against Forest on opening day. That's that's all I've got to go on with him. Um, Matty Phillips. Temperera. I had a gun Sawyers, but I, I just want to be different to Paul now. So. Right. Uh, Man United just got one minute. A what? Beautiful! He just likes teams that play in red, we've covered this. <laughs> no, I do. Do you know what? I like Man United and Brighton need to get out of the Premier League. So. <laughs> just sit on the fence, James, that would. Mm. Right, it's me next. I've gone 2-1 to West Brom, Zahor, Pereira and Eves. Uh, the next one's a stew. So, Matt, what have you got? 3-0 West Brom. Um, Charlie Austin Brace at 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pereira. Stu? Well, Paul took the four, and I was going to be different, and then Matt took the three. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go two, two nil to West Brom. <laughs> we want five. We want five. We want five. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Um, obviously, I've got to pick Livermore based on what I've said. So Livermore will be one. Livermore trick, you say? Interesting. It, do you know what? If if I'd have, if I'd, if I'd have stuck with four or five, I would have picked on goals amongst it. They are that bad. <laughs> um, as as we're going to, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'll I'll go Robson Canoe for the last one. God, he's a, he's another woeful player who was living yep. off one good thing that he ever did. And just again. Have you not seen us at all recently in the book? It it, mate, we could be playing a Sunday league side; they'd still get beat. It doesn't like there's no there's no interest. The, the span of the team's gone. Just stay off, stay off the season. The only thing that I've agreed, the only thing that I've agreed with, is when the Allens tried to get it this season cancelled. But they didn't do that for the same reason that everybody else didn't want league to go up. They they did it for the purely just to stay in the league. That happened so. See what happens. It it would have been awful if the season hadn't finished. It's shit, dull football, but it needs to finish. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. But anything to keep it down, really. Well, <laughs> they, they usually do that of their own accord. But with twenty twenty being the way it is, you can't rely on normality at the moment, can you? So. It's bollocks, isn't it? It's fucking nonsense. Oh. We can room from. I missed that one. Right. Put a right run together. Let's see if we can knock out the final prediction in seven minutes. So. Just incidentally, before we do, did just just I'm just going to like kind of like clip it. The the fact that Paul's baited Andy into thinking that Paul's going to score a goal was incredible from that round of results. Paul's. Fine. Anyway, continue. 
Our final of six games in the next few days is Nottingham Forest versus Fulham. Uh, Paul Williams, you are to kick us off on this one. Go. Fulham have just won, haven't they? Yep. That's, a, tonight, that's right a tough now. ask. That's a tough game for Forrest. Um, Stay me down for 2-2. Two, two. Mm. Your goal scorers. Carvalho. Yes. And um, uh, some guy, I think his name is Graban. Can you spell that for me? Yeah, it's uh, G O A L S. Right. 90. And for full hand. Um, for Fulham, Mitchell Mitchell will still be suspended, won't he? Yeah, it's his third game suspended. Uh, no, second game, yeah. Um, is it Cav- Cavaliero? No, I'm going to go with yes, it is. Cavaliero. <laughs> uh, and uh, Bobby Reed. Not Bobby Rude, which would have been aired on a different podcast that we'd all do together. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> they should do that. Every time he scores, they should play that song. Well, I'm not sure how well it fits with football, but... Right, I've gone 2-1. I've stolen one of Paul's goal scorers and grabbing and lolly for the others. Uh, Stu! Which one of Paul's goal scorers did you steal? Caballero? Yeah. Oh, what? That's what you get for going last, isn't it? Um, I, I've given uh, so far. I've given out two draws for Forest, so it would kind of be harsh to do it three times. So I'm not going to do it. No, I can't. I can't do it. No, I'm going to go one 0 Forest. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go for, try and go for some points and pick a different goal scorer for this game. So right, let's go, Amiobi. Matt. One all. Goal scorers. Uh, Matty Cash for Forest. And. Knock um, Art for Fulham. Okay. Well, former Brighton man, wasn't he? I remember him being quite good for them in the Premier League. James Panas. Yeah. Um, I put more thought into my goal scorers than my score for this one, if I'm honest. <laughs> so I'm not really, I'm not really sold on, on where we are with this one. Um, <laughs> just top up your goal scorers and then that'll make you pretty. I mean, that's, that's one way of doing it. I've 
3-2. Interesting. Right, so, so on the basis that I think Forest played better against the bigger teams, but when the teams come on to as we play on the break, I don't think I don't see Forest holding on to like a one nil against Fulham. But I think we'll we'll get chances. So three two Andy. Okay. Goal scores. Grab and gets a two. Right. Pelly's Pelly's thousand goals in his in his career <laughs> record is gone. <laughs> 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 Who took oh, his Lewis Grabben took it in the 2019-2020 season. There's my third I go on it again. I'm going to go on a random one. I go with Walker. Tyler Walker. Yeah. Okay. Two Fulham. See, annoyingly, I've got it into my head that my goals are going to be. Oh, I am. am I still there? Yeah. He's still there. Uh, I've got it in my head. I was going to have Calavero and Calavero. Yeah. And Arthur, because I was like, Arthur was going to be my weird one because I know he's not scored all year, but he fucking scored tonight, which I'm not happy about. Um, I still go Cavalero. Okay. I don't know now. Looking at you've all taken the ones I wanted. I'm going to have to go for the obvious. Kearney. <laughs> tough, tough tackling, Tom Kearney. He's absolutely jacked. That guy. He's built like an entire. Green Bean now. Wow, it was just, just, just yet yeah, a small pee when he. Uh, right. Now. That's all the games predicted. We've gone to less than a minute left on the meeting. What do you want me to do? Reset for a bit. Reset it. Right. I'll okay. I'll pause it and restart. So uh, there'll be a, sp- a small pause and we'll be right back. Right, there we go. Now, normally, there'd be like a betting kind of thing at this point in time, but I I mean, what? It's going to be a six-fold accumulator times five? It'd end up, it'd end up being quite convoluted. So if you, if you screenshot it and send it through to me, I'll try my best to put on some form of bet. I mean, some some would say convoluted. Some would say just an extra opportunity to make even more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, basically, I might have to uh, I might have to drop the usual pound stake to fifty uh, p just to uh, make the money go slightly further. But, uh... <laughs> prolong prolong the giving it over to the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Leeds are still not winning. Alright, it's half time, Nobbed. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I expect the same text from you, Paul, at about quarter to six on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so if, if we're not obviously going to rack up the old betting sitch now what's what's the crack then are we are we are we are we quizzing or 
I mean... I, I think we should talk about the new Premier League champions. Oh, no. We didn't do any this week in football. Yeah, but do we have to? Yeah, do we? It, it seems like a fairly significant thing to mention, Paul. I don't think it does. Can we talk about the 19-year-old Bellend who fired fireworks at, at, at the building? We talk about him instead of the fact that his team won the, the, the league for the first time in 30 years and he just thought, oh, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a bit of vandalism because I'm a mindless idiot. Congratulations. But surely, surely the, his choice of replica shirt also denoted that fact as well. The, the other thing that happened in football this week, and and, and you, you all must be aware of it, because I don't think anyone picked Wisdom for scoring uh, on Saturday. Oh, yeah, fucking hell. That was bad. Yeah, not good. <laughs> now, do, do you know what? When I, was, when I was reading the report, though, Paul, definitely out of the midweek game, probably not playing against Forrest. Got stabbed multiple times. Yeah, it's strange that, isn't it, apparently, that, uh, you know, you, you, don't, you don't bounce back that quickly from, uh, you know, <laughs> stab wounds. That's the most important thing, though. Not, 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 not playing on Saturday. <laughs> what's, ha- what's happened? What? He was dropping uh, somebody off. Like... got stabbed. Going to, pick some, going to pick a family member up or something when he turned up to pick him up. He got jumped and robbed and stabbed a bit. All right. That's Liverpool for you. I just thought it was. I just thought it was bizarre when I read it that he's, he's definitely out of one game, probably out of two games. Well, maybe even the rest of the season then. At this point, <laughs> I don't know. Unless then, he got stabbed in the finger or something multiple times, I didn't think it was Maybe, maybe it was a misprint. Maybe he was doing that game where he puts his hand on the table and like does it with an Fucking hell! homeschooling and got a compass out. <laughs> <laughs> I realise at this point Gil is already setting in about the fact that we've just made some jokes about it just about a man who got stabbed which is definitely way more serious than yeah, what just made out but um, yeah it, it is awful especially like if he'd gone to pick up a family member with everything that's probably like happening he, he you know might not have seen that family member for a period of time as well or because he's a professional footballer probably just did whatever he wanted during the, the time anyway <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Wisdom is expected to be released from hospital before the weekend. He will certainly miss the clash on Wednesday with Preston and is likely to be out for the Forest game on Saturday. Was that from Sky News as opposed to Sky Sports News? <laughs> somebody somebody who's just been asked to cover it. <laughs> Not their expertise field. Oh, man. But I suppose, I suppose if you've not already talked about Liverpool, we might have to a little bit, I suppose, as much as it might pain. No! No! <laughs> oh, not next time. You, you, you were the sympathiser of the group as well when uh, we were texting after it had all happened. No, we had to call him out on that one. Yeah, you can just not. Just because just the hair matches the kit, you know, you don't have to take their side. <laughs> Shots most indeed fired. Right. <laughs> well, no, it's, I do, I do kind of understand where you were coming from, though, in the sense of they have played some alright football. Klopp, Klopp, if he was a manager for any other club, would be absolutely fine. The fact that he's just 
kind of given us like, and this is this is my main beef now we are never ever in my lifetime regardless of if they never win it again during that period going to hear anything else from Liverpool fans other than I remember that time when we won the Premier League yeah that's just that's just it it's just going to be I don't think it will be like that what you mean based on previous yeah that never happened for <laughs> the last 30 years did it <laughs> You know when there's that, that picture of Robertson and Van Dyke tackling each other in Scotland, next to Robinson, Robertson and Van Dyke celebrating at wherever that bar was they were at on. <laughs> <laughs> Look where they've come in like how long it is six years is it or something I don't know. <laughs> no, just it's just gonna be no fun at all. Now. I'm just. Well, just forget about the the, 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 the fan side of things. They're a damn good team. Deserve to win the Premier League. But what what really got me was that again with all the trumpet blowing that was going on was that I think it was Sky Sports that pulled the headline of uh, the most trophy laden team in England. Oh, really? Because they're really shy about talking about that sort of shit normally as well. Like, <laughs> just shut up. Just go away. Just go away. <laughs> Pay for Sky Sports. Surely you should have some say in actually what, you know, it goes towards. They can have my money for the subscription, just don't give any of it to Liverpool. The most, the most, <laughs> unbearable, th- <laughs> the most unbearable thing about it is going to be is when Man United kind of turn the corner and then we've got to listen to them talk about, oh, you know, years in the doldrums and you're like, ah, oh, you've been winning stuff. You know, and it's like that's the thing that Liverpool act. I know, I know that they haven't won the league in thirty years, but it's not like they haven't won anything, and it's not like they haven't been successful. But you have to hear how it's been such a terrible time for the city, and oh, you know, nothing's better than when Liverpool are good. You've been good. You've won the European Cup twice in the last what ten years. It's it's unbearable, you know. Support a club that doesn't win anything or hasn't won anything in a long time. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I think that's it. It's the crowing. It's the absolute See, I, relentless I, crowing. I always it. maintained that 
Because Borough don't win anything. Is that the end? Is that the end of that part? <laughs> I always maintain that Borough winning the... Bloody hell. Going on. I, I think he might have had a stroke. <laughs> that might be what's happened. His last happened. two sentences have been like Middlesbrough winning nothing. <laughs> and I can only presume that is for whatever substances he's on if you check the thumbnail from the last podcast, which is just... Paul decides to reveal to the world that he is into some seriously heavy shit. <laughs> Loot and a winner. <laughs> Thanks, James. I get such a bad rap on this podcast. That was the, that was the thing I was going to ask. Does if I mean it's Stoke are pulling away a little bit now, but if Stoke go down and Luton go down, what is it? What's the name of the guy who's Luton manager? Is it Nathan Jones? Mm-hmm. Do we technically give him a double relegation? <laughs> he took, he managed to drag two teams down. <laughs> I mean, marvellous. The team Did he Mark started Hughes season that. Oh, oh no, he, he Matt Hughes wouldn't have done it because they because he wasn't he was at Stoke the season they got relegated and then he went to Southampton, didn't he? And Southampton just stayed up. Mm. It would have been a case that he'd have got two teams relegated in one season. Who's it, who's the other one that's like that? That yeah, obviously the reverse Nathan Jones, which is the manages to jump shit just before they get relegated. So I've never been relegated. Like the teams that you managed that season went down. Yeah, so, yeah, Pulis is like that. So, so Pulis has never been relegated, but I think he's had he's been in charge of teams that have gone on to be relegated. It's going to be the exact opposite. Would have, would have been like Billy Davis who jumped ship after they've got promoted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but still to this day, years old makes no sense. Bless Billy. No one. No. Nobody really knows what's going on in that brain. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very self-congratulatory human being. <laughs> He will listen to anybody. He will listen to and talk to anybody who wants to wants to, wants to be told how good he is. <laughs> I like Billy Davis. I thought he was alright. Oh, I think what a shocker! <laughs> <laughs> I think as a as a as a, a media type kind of um, football manager, I think he's fine. I think behind the scenes, he's a bit of a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> if you don't get on with it, he bans you, which is the big problem that was going on at Forest. I think he was banning the the, the uh, say the Evening Post, the the Forest, like the Nottingham uh, people. A lot of people banned from there, and he was banning people left, right, and centre. And he was just running roughshod through through the club. He was trying to run it like Clough would, but you've got to be Brian Clough if you want to run a club like Brian Clough. There's not many people who get to do it that way. Ferguson. Yeah, that's the only two I can think. That's that Some people go, "Oh, well, Arsene Wenger." I don't. I, he wasn't a twat to people. Yeah, <laughs> he was quite a personal. No, and I don't think he ran the club to the 
to the extent that the other two did. Oh, yeah. Renga got his, his lines from above, or his script from above, of what he had to do, though, didn't he? Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll all these all years, the years just after they moved to the Emirates, they were basically told, don't spend any fucking money. Um, oh, yeah. And maintain top four. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't risk losing the top four to go for a trophy, just keep it in the Champions League running. Yeah. Looks like, actually talking about that, looks yeah, like exactly. he's going to be getting Europa League money this year. Yeah. Unless, unless you're bouncing him for a cup run. But. Well, I suppose they could, they could win either one of the, the, oh, they could win the FA Cup. I was going to say they could win the Europa League, but I'd forgotten that they uh, shit the bed against Olympiacos, didn't they? So. <laughs> Is the Europa like League like the Champions League? Does that just does that just come back and get done in one city afterwards? After everything else, I think so. They're doing it in Lisbon, aren't they? That's the Champions League in so. Lisbon, isn't it? I think they say they're going to do it in August. Are you wanting to Ronaldo to have these? Yes, I've got some odds for you, Anthony. Oh, okay. Let me make a note. What's that then? Hmm? Wait, are mm-hmm. you reading the arts? I don't even want to speak. Right, okay, my internet's, my internet's been shit, as always. Um, right, so... I told you what to stop doing. I messaged you before. <laughs> <laughs> How have you broken it down? So, for I've done it with the I've, I've basically tried to do it sort of like blocks at a time. So I've done the the Borough Hull and the Forest Bristol City game as a block. Okay. And then I've done the Derby Forest Borough QPR West Brom Hull games as a block. And I can't yet put on the bets for the. Forest Fulham game because they're not on the website. Okay. So, if I'm able to, I'll try and tie them in before before the the games. I'll get them on before the game starts. But I'll sort it out this time. So, if if my Forest two nil against Bristol City and Borough three nil comes in, I will get back ninety nine pounds seventy five pence. Okay. If James gets 3-0 Forest, 1-1 Hull Borough, he will get £57. Is this for a 50p bet? These are all 50p stakes. Because <laughs> let's put it this way, I'd have fucking run out of cash if I had done this. So. <laughs> so, Andy, if you get 2-0 Forest and 1-0 Borough, you will get £33.25. Wow. If Stu gets 1-1 Forest Bristol City and 2-0 Borough, he will get £30. If Matt gets 1-1 Forest Bristol City and 2-1 Borough, he will get £28.50. Wow. So they actually think we're more likely to score a goal. Weird. That money just goes in a descending order. I just get smaller each time. Have you even noticed that? 
Then right, moving on from that. Right, we come to my... Goals this season. <laughs> <laughs> should, should have done that, really. <laughs> then we go to my... Derby Forest draw, Borough QPR draw, West Brom 4-0. I will get back £675. <laughs> if James gets Derby Forest draw, Borough QPR draw, West Brom 3-1, he will get back £198. Solid. <laughs> if Andy gets Forest 1-0, Borough 2-0, West Brom 2-1, he will win £403.75. I like that. If Stu gets Derby Forest 2-2, Middlesbrough 1-0, West Brom 2-0, he will win £341.25. And to finish it off nicely, with his Derby 1-0... Borough, 1-0. West Brom, 3-0. He will win £252. <laughs> I was just dying for you to go, he will get his 50 pence back. <laughs> I, I, I forgot what Paul's was, but did I have, this is unreal for me. Did I have the lowest stops? I think so. Yeah. That's well, not that, normal that's for me. Of that, of that particular run of games, you had the least, you yeah. had the lowest amount, yeah. Well, made up, made up for it for your first one, Jim. <laughs> uh, like I say, I'll uh, I'll see what's going on with the other games for the uh, the Fulham game. If I can get them on before, then I will. Do. Technically, stuff. that's next Tuesday. It is. Yeah. So in theory, well, it's a five p.m. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said we won't be doing a podcast before it. Yeah, while well, I was looking at it. I, try, I, I could try and tie in whatever the Borough game is later on that week. Probably. Can you imagine if that is the game that you would have won some money on as well? Like if the betting had gone that far, or if you do get to put one on, it might not have finished quite if you started early, maybe. You'd be like, maybe. That'd be quite fun. Shirts off. We'll see. <laughs> Well, there we go. That's predictions in. Money in the bank. Wait, no, that's a different podcast. <laughs> Bets in. Have we just did, did you uh, did we actually discuss Liverpool whilst I was looking at the bets? Or well, we shot them down for plenty, but like I say, if we're going to do it, we kind of danced around it and kind of made various insults and thinly veiled kind of suggestions about. <laughs> James was suggesting how good of a side they've been, and like, really, can't argue with the football. But as we've said, it's just it's the baggage it carries that's the issue. It's it's more they play good football, but the, I was talking to um, Lewis about this quite a lot the other day. Like, it, it, it's clock though, isn't it? Because when you look at that 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 squad on paper, it's not. It's not like other people's squads, with the exception of, you could argue Van Dijk's being the top two centre-backs in the world, but I still think he's a bit behind. And a lot of people would argue that Robertson's... I don't know if he's like one of the top two centre-backs in the world, but 
I, I don't even think it's up for debate. He's not even in the top two. He is, he is the best centre-half in football. I, I don't even think it's up for debate. You think? He's, he's so strong. He's good with his head. He's, he's just so comfortable on the ball that I, I just don't think there's a centre-half better than him. Who would I you think... say is a better centre-half? David Luiz, surely. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that on the internet that he's just... He's just a clown, did all them fuck ups, and two days later, have a new contract. You're amazing. Unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? Mark kind of, you know, maybe maybe it's a little bit of like sour grapes and refusing to accept it, but they've looked out on it. It's a bit. I'm going to stick the knife in as well. In Leicester as well, because, you know, <laughs> take two down at the same time. Um, it's a bit <laughs> like the year that Leicester won. That it was a year where Man City have been poor this year. They've not. They've they've had a bit of a transition year. They've kind of some players have moved out. They haven't properly replaced them. Obviously, Man United are still going through kind of what they're going through, you know. And then you've got the North London pretenders, um, both Tottenham and Arsenal. Um, not really kind of kind of you know Tottenham have been poor this year, and I think there's that element of like, yeah, they've won it by quite a way. But the people that would normally contend and rival them have been poor. I think the Premier League's poor this year. I think from like from that kind of even if you go like Liverpool, Man City are at the at the top two. Then you've perhaps got the cluster of three or four with them: uh, Man United, Tottenham, Arsenal, Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even keep a straight face when he started that, could he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, the, but then the rest, I think the, the rest of the league is is quite poor this year. I, I was, from what I've watched, and even, I know, I know the restarts, not really anything to judge by, but there's some, there's some really, really bad teams, and then there's just bad teams, and then there's like, uh, God, you know, it's that, that kind of whoever qualifies for like Europe it's, it's going to be one of them embarrassing seasons where they're talking about everybody being knocked out by Christmas well they always they always said didn't they that the gap between the like the conference and the league and the bottom of league two was getting so close where like all those teams were basically about the same as each other and it's almost got that way now with like the championship and the bottom of the Premier League, you'd argue that like the bottom ten teams in the Premier League, you could swap up with the, the top ten teams in the Championship, and you wouldn't notice that much difference because they're all about the same. Really, the only difference is obviously the money that the Premier League teams get. The, yeah, as I say, the only thing I'd say about that is the fact that you can see the difference by the fact that I mean I can't I don't know who's in the bottom three at the moment. Well, Norwich pissed the Championship last year. And I've got absolutely battered this year in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I think. I, I think. I messaged Stuart Paul. I watched them against Liverpool first game of the season. I was like, "Oh my god, they're going down." There's just no way. <laughs> it's just a bit naive. Win. They they play open football yeah. and try to just do it from day one in the Premier League, and you come up against Liverpool. You're going to get lots of bits against against a team that's like ruthless and uh, that take their chances. You are going to get beat four, five, six every week. Look, looking at their squad, because they, they have like quite a low wage bill and quite a low squad value if you look into it. 
I think the only way they were going to stay up is if Pookie continued that incredible bit of form he had. Which was never going to happen. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you didn't think he was even going to get that level of form, because I remember you being particularly pissed off when he kept doing it. Which is because, like, so I'd, I'd, well, I've not seen him, but I, I remember that he, um, Celtic had signed him. And obviously when he played at Celtic, he was absolutely woeful. He was terrible at Celtic. So when when Norwich got him, I was like, "Well, that's that's a fucking joke." If he can't do it in Scotland against Le- League One like like level teams, what chance is he going to have against a half decent Championship team? And then he just tore him to yeah. fucking pieces. But uh, uh, he's he's the epitome of a one season wonder for me. Like everything just went right for him last season, and then he had that little bit of a like a sort of a purple patch at the start of the year. I mean, he's got to get he's, he's got a trick against Newcastle. Well done, mate. That's, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he's been found out. But yeah, but that's that's the problem, isn't it? With like with the championship teams, like I say, you can have a championship team that goes on a run and does like wins like 10, 15 games on the bounce, gets promoted, and then just gets absolutely gets absolutely tonked each week. You know, I don't know what. I don't know what they could have done much different, though. Don't, don't even get me started on stripping out of Paul. But they will be one of the theorists to go down next season because they won't be able to recreate because they, they won't have that. Well, Sheffield United? Uh, yeah, but the, the reason why they've done so well this season is because they're playing a system that no one in the Premier League had seen before, so they didn't know how to set up against it. Now people have seen it, they know how to play against it, and next season they'll be fucked. Well, that's that's exactly what happened when we went up years ago. Like they were, they were playing stuff that, like again, nobody knew how to set up. But then they did. They, they got as far as I think maybe back in the January, and teams had started to suss it out by then. And it yeah. was like, oh look how well they've done the first half, and then it was a constant decline from there all the way through to the end of the following season when they went you, down. The decline of Sheffield United this year. They've they've got no squad depth whatsoever, which is something they've had for years. Um, even that's like why they've had so many failed promotion bids because the end of the season they just haven't got a leg straight. You look at them like they come out of lockdown now; they just look awful. Those two games, like they they, they basically built their, you know, like, like you say, they've got a certain style of play, but they've got an incredible defense, and they've just shipped goals. They just they just look, and I can't see I can't see them picking up virtually any points from here on in. Like I said, which is good. W. They'll be amongst the favourites to go down next season because yeah. unless Wilder can get them playing a completely different style of football, which is probably unlikely because obviously that's his strength, he's, he's playing the system he plays. But once people have worked it out, it's very hard to sort of it's, it's very hard to keep people guessing as to what you're going to do. It's yeah, recruiting players, I think. Cool. It's recruiting players to your team as well. I think that's the yeah. big thing. You've got to have the money to spend. You're going to be willing to spend the money. And I just think, you know, our players, our players going to go and play for Sheffield United. The manager's not, not particularly famous. The ground's not particularly fancy. Same kind of goes for Norwich as well. You know, are they going to be able to get? You know, and even then, though, some some clubs go out and buy ten players, and they still go down. Like, look at that's Fulham. what I was going to say earlier, Matt. That everyone. Everyone's shit on Fulham when they spent a hundred million to try and stay in the Premier League and like wreck the Championship winning team. If you're always done that, everyone would have gone. Well, you fucked it. You should have kept your team together. They kept the team together, and it's just not good enough. Yeah. Mm. 
You've got to be. Um, but, got to, you've got to say about having a team where. Go on, sorry, Matt. But it's, it's like it's a bit like someone who runs a hundred meter race and they sprint for three hundred meters, then cling on to, to grim death at the end. It's kind of what you've got to do. You've kind of got to get yourself to like 30, 34 points by Christmas, and then hope to fucking God that you pick up like another six or seven to keep you up in the league. And I think that's well, that, that's the problem. That's exactly how Hull stayed up that first year in the Premiership, wasn't it? Because they front loaded yep. the first half of the season so much. But yep. did they score like a runner, like losing about 12 on the spin or something like that after Christmas? They, they, they picked up like, I think they picked up like one point in about 15 games or something like that. And they were literally like, they stayed up by the skin of the teeth because Newcastle yep. couldn't beat Villa on the last day of the season. Yeah, and that's when the in- infamous uh, Phil Brown karaoke session happened. <laughs> but I think, I think regardless of, of that happening to us, I think. Is it not what's commonly now known as like a Burnley or an Everton? It's like they just they, they get to that point where they're safe and they just think, sod it now, we're done. Best, the best, <laughs> team, the best example of that was West Brom a couple of seasons ago because it was when Pulis was in charge. And they'd um, obviously their, their main aim every season was get to 40 points, get to 40 points, get to 40 points. And I think they got to 42 points by like February or something like that. And it was a case of, oh, so you can push on now and like, you know, you'll go for your highest ever finish. You've never finished higher than twelfth or something, have you? It was like, Oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll crack on and do that. And then because they got to forty points, foot came off the gas. And they yeah. just coasted for the rest of the season. I know this I know this might not go down so well in some circles, but one Premier League side that have sort of surprised me more than any other, particularly this season. Wolves. I think they're dead underrated. I I th- I didn't think that it was. I didn't think they'd be as good as they have been, but there was definitely seeds there when they mm. went up for the championship. Because when they signed Nevers, he, he was he was clearly better than the championship, and they'd obviously bought him with the future in mind. And mm. they, they sort of got it right. They got it right from stage one when they when they appointed um, the manager, because the idea was. Don't appoint the manager you want for now. Appoint the manager you want in two, three seasons' time with the squad that you want in two, three seasons' time. So, and they've, I, I just feel like done it right. they've, they've got, they've just got on with it. They've gone quietly about it. They've not exactly set the world on fire, but they're just sort of, they're not, they're not there on luck either. They've, they've put no. some solid results in. So they'd, they'd be like. They'd be, there's always like people like sort of looking for that next club that's going to break into the top four, top five, whatever you want to class it as now. I think they'd be mine and pretty much like everyone else's pick as the next team that's going to sort of try and crack that, that top four or five. Because if you think about it, they're probably at the point now where Spurs were six years ago, sort of on that cusp of being able to break into the top four. If they can, if they can finish out the rest of the season strongly and sort of like Sneak into that fifth Champions League space, then. Personally, I think that, that I think if you asked any of the Newcastle fans, they'd say it was them. But you know, they're also winning the league next season. Yeah, yeah, but don't worry because as soon as leagues go up, all the fans will be saying Champions League in two seasons. So <laughs> they'll just win the league the next year. <laughs> He's so upset about it already. Like. <laughs> <laughs> of the unbearable oh. so, but we, 
we've got what we've Would got. Would you that's, not that's, rather that's have Leeds in the Premier League than fucking Brighton or Bournemouth? No. I want no. them to suffer and be miserable and twist all the time. <laughs> have you ever have you ever met a Brighton fan where you thought, what an absolute but I bet you've met a few Leeds fans like that. <laughs> yeah, I've never met a Brighton fan at all. <laughs> you will have done. With, no maybe without even knowing it before. <laughs> well gentlemen that is uh, time at the bar once again um, as we have had a amalgamation of the uh, getting over boys and the you can't see the forest for the tees boys we've predicted both well not even both all forest Middlesbrough and Hull games obviously we'll have to extend the invitation to Matt and Stu for the next instalment of You Can't See the Forest for the Tease, which I believe will be this time next week to see who managed to predict uh, correctly and who will be spending huge amounts of cash on, uh, or I presume, cookie cast uh, football shirts. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the plan for the next one. It's a nice t shirt you got there, Stu. Available at all good uh, cookie cast stores nationwide, right? That is absolutely true. Uh, look out for the hats <laughs> coming in the future. Um, I'll, I'll be getting this. <laughs> look at this guy. It, it is good. Do you know what, Paul? I've had a I've had a Inter Milan top in the past before. It does look it's like it does well, look like it's I been run over by a big truck. <laughs> Sponsored by a tyre company because that's exactly what it looks yeah, like. Looks like we've been run over by a big truck. Do you, do you know what? It is something to go away and find out. But is there a longer sponsorship deal than that Pirelli Inter sponsorship deal currently in football? Because they must that must be mid nineties. I, I I had I had an Inter top around like ninety four ninety five and it was Pirelli. Yeah. Someone's so, ponder for my there's, there's a cliffhanger for you. Yeah. Tune in next Absolute week. Absolute cliffhanger. Out. You boys go around and find out, and we'll we'll find out the answer next time. Thank you all very much for joining me, for joining these guys, for joining you guys, for joining in, and uh, we will see you next week. Thank you, boys. Bye. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. A big bumper edition of. You can't see the forest for the tease. Isn't that nice? Thanks to uh, everybody who joined me for that one. Uh, sometimes it's a lot to get people together. Sometimes it's easy. So, you know, still a uh, big thanks to everyone for joining me. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. Be a love. You know it's the right thing to do. And uh, everybody else, jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send, uh, send social media, email love of any variety you want to send that'd be cool so there we go that's this one done until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then bye